Hey, I have got a good one for you guys today. A good one, good one, good one for you guys today. So today I'm bringing on a specialist, a coach, a therapist to talk about boundaries. She's going to be sharing it from a coaching perspective and helping you you ladies in 2022 step into a different space and a different understanding of what it means to establish boundaries and how that can change your life. But for those of you that don't know me, I am Coach Kelly J. I'm a master certified life and business coach, and I basically coach coaches into becoming their best self and then helping others also become their best self in life and in business. So today I have a very special guest for you guys. You guys are absolutely going to love her. She's the absolute best at what she does. And the thing is, a lot of us, all of us need it. This is Dr. Nicole Montero. She is going to share all about boundaries with us. Before she does, I'm going to ask her to introduce herself. Hello, Coach Kelly. Thank you so much for this platform. You know, I love your platform. My name is Dr. Nicole Montero, and I am a licensed psychologist and a transformation coach. And what that means is I help women to really walk and live boldly and authentically and more freely. So I'm all about leveling up by first leveling in, like mm. really tapping into what you need to really live your best life. And, you know, I think we know it's time to leave kind of like the stress and the burnout. That's what I like to help women to do. That is awesome. So let's let's jump right in. What is stress? Well, that is a very, very good question, right? Um, because people think stress is the thing that's happening. Like, oh, I got into a car accident, that's stress. Or my kids are running all over the house. But stress is really your perception. And when I tell people that, they're like, what? Like, you're telling me it's all in my mind? But what, what I mean is that, like, two people could experience the exact same situation and respond to it differently. So stress is really our response and how our perception of what's happening to us. Right. And there have been, you know, I don't want to get, like, too techy, but there's, like, so many studies that show when you change your perception, mm -hmm. and we call it mindset, right? Right. Um, it actually changes how your body is responding to, like, something, quote-unquote, stressful. So it's really in your mind. Wow. And I find that to be so powerful because that's like the one thing we have control over right like yes. if we know how to control our mind like we're pretty much set from yes there. that's deep so where like in real life where would someone start that has no kind of no kind of i don't want to say backing no kind of way of knowing yeah. they just know that they're stressed out that finds themselves in a very stressful situation from outside sources and they hear you know my recommendations they hear your recommendations they hear recommendations from others and they're like but where do i start yes that is a great question because i am a fan of always getting help right so you might hear these recommendations but you need to like for example i'm having a master class you need mm -hmm. to kind of be around people that can really unpack it and, and teach you how to recognize you know your mindset is causing more stress and like i tell people i can't take the thing off of your plate that you have on your plate but i can help you figure out a new way to to think about them or help empower you to get them off your plate yes. in a way that feels good right so you have to reach out for help 
honestly, that's been the way I got into all of this is I was burnt out and stressed mm. and I had to get help. And it wasn't something I could just do on my own. Like I had to really get help because I needed somebody else to look outside and be like, well, you're the one that's making that like that. Right. right? Because in my mind, I'm thinking like I'm handling everything well. And it took somebody from the outside, my own coaches and therapists to be like, no, you're the one that's making that cycle go like that. So I recommend like you have to get help any place you can go where somebody is really helping you to understand and give you the tools to kind of work through it. Yes. Yes. So tell me, um, where do kind of, we hear the buzzword boundaries, where do, and how do boundaries play a role in that stress? So again, part of my own personal journey, <laughs> I always tell people, I'm not telling you anything that I haven't walked <laughs> right. that road myself, right? Um, that a lot of times, especially as women, we are trained to do all, be all, carry all, handle all. We're basically room to not have boundaries. Right. And it's like whatever somebody else needs, whatever somebody else wants, we're supposed to be at their beck and call, whether it's our kids, our husband, family, work, whatever, friends. And the boundaries part is a part of where you get to set limits. And a lot of people are stressed out because they basically don't have limits. I'm going right. to be like really honest like that. Yes, you don't have do. limits in your life. You don't, you're not setting limits, but yet you're complaining about all that you have to do. And right. nobody else around you is going to set those limits for you, right? Yeah. Like even when we talk about dating, right? Like if you give everything to the person in the beginning, they're not going to say, oh no, 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 don't, that's not good for you. They're going to take it. They're going right. to like keep taking it. And it's the same thing with the boundaries with even the people that we love. If we don't set the limits, they will gladly suck us dry. And I don't mean that in a way like they mean to do it for whatever reason, right. whether they mean to or not. That's just how it is. I had to learn that like setting limits was the most important thing I did for my health, my physical health and my overall, like my mental health, yes. my relationship, my marriage. So I want to go at this a little bit deeper. I want everyone to understand that it is not necessarily our fault that this was our understanding because for many of us, this is the way we were raised. We were raised to wear the cape, to put on the cape. That was the woman's role. You had to be strong, right? And it's just now in today's day and age that it's getting to a point where strong is not strong for the person. It's strong for everyone else, but then you yeah. break at some point. That's strong. Strong becomes brittle. And what happens to something that's brittle? It, it breaks. Just it just breaks. And so our parents growing up, it wasn't their fault because they got it from their mom and they got it from their mm -hmm. mom. They got it from their mom. I mean, y'all all know, don't play. Y'all all know how stern <laughs> big mama is. Okay. <laughs> She does not play. Big mama does not play. She sleeps with a switch in her hand, just waiting for you to do something, waiting for you to step mm -hmm. on. I mean, and that is what we were born and bred from. But in this day and age, it is up to us as the women, as the leaders, we are growing into the ages and stages where we are and are going to become the matriarchs of our family. So that said, that means that we get the opportunity to have a 
paradigm shift, to initiate the paradigm shift. If you're willing to be the one that starts to change the paradigm shift and understanding to our daughters and to our nieces and to the little girls that are around us to show them we don't have to be hard and strong and have all the answers all the time. We don't have to be all the things to all the people. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yes. No, you said it when you're like, we actually are so privileged because we're in a place where our mothers and grandmothers weren't. Um, my right. grandma worked in a garment factory and it provided, you know, mobility, but that's not something I have to do. I don't, I never stepped foot into a factory to do that kind of work. Or my other grandmother was a housekeeper for wealthy families and I never have to do that. So it's like, I have a privilege that I'm thinking to myself, so why should I be more stressed out? <laughs> than they were if I'm given this privilege from everything that they did and sacrificed. And they didn't know how, but now we have the tools to start to, to like set limits. Be more mean. Stop being the nice girl. Like that was the other thing too though. Like Big Mama and them, they weren't <laughs> playing that nice girl stuff. So like that whole thing has to stop where we're trying to please everybody and, and right. do all of this stuff. One time my husband told me, he was like like, this was a few years ago. He was like, if you're not feeling good, stop smiling and acting like you don't feel good because I will never know. Mm. And like, I was like, whoa, that was, he didn't know the word boundary. Right. But, <laughs> but like, that's what he was saying, right? Yes. He was like, if you fall out and collapse from exhaustion, I would be shocked because you don't show me how, mm. you know, what you're Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. So that's what we have the privilege, but it's, uh, it, do we want to, right? right? Like this is the part where so many of us, I'm sorry, black women are head, hard headed because we want to keep doing it the old way. And that's not really working for the times that we're in right now. You know what I'm saying? Because right. in some ways it's kind of like different. We might not have physical labor stress, but there's a lot of mental stress yes. that we go through. And if we don't find the kind of tools that maybe Big Mama and them didn't know or didn't need, then we're going to just end up continuing high blood pressure, overweight. Um, right. I want to talk about that, you know, out of health, all of that stuff, because we're not willing to change. Right, right, right. Because we have to, we have to initiate and be the one to carry the torch. And that yes. takes courage. It takes bravery. It takes willingness. And it takes the desire to want to, to break the cycle. Kim Thompson says, I'm a product of immigrant parents who fought hard to have what they have. I was raised to be scrappy and not ask for help. What would you say yes. to someone who that that's ingrained in her? Yes. And, you know, my grandfather um, was an immigrant from the Cape Verde Islands, which is a group of islands off the West Coast of Africa. And he was like that. That's how he raised my father and my uncle it's like and he just died at 105 um wow. two, like three years ago so in some ways like his stubbornness got him through but in other ways he had a lot of anxieties and stuff that i could recognize that he you know he's from another generation but that was ingrained he grew up dirt poor 
And when he finally got something, he said to himself, I will never like have to ask somebody for something. So I get it. I understand it. But, you know, as Coach Kelly said, sometimes it's just a little bit of courage because for you to ask that question, you know, it's not completely working for you. Right. If it was completely working for you, you wouldn't even be watching this. Right. Facts. So it takes that little bit of courage where you're like, you know what, let me just step out a little bit and maybe ask, you know, we're not saying you have to go and tell your whole life story to somebody, but step a little bit outside of your comfort zone as far as asking for help. Right. And that exactly. can just be coming to something like a class or learning about it and, and learning to think differently about that. I totally get it. My grandfather was like the whole side of my family, the Cape Verdean side, that's that's the culture. Like we just tough it out and bear it out right. and don't ask anything. And suck it up, right? Barbara says, I watched my mother and her sisters literally wear mentally mental and physically combat boots going to war for any and everything that came to anyone's task list i accepted being told by family members that you ain't nothing like your mother and i love it oh yes oh yes the last part right and i love it yes but if she wasn't strong-minded that could have broken her down right talk about that the, the things that our families say to us that please talk about that. Yes. You have to have that strong mind to know and, and don't take it personally. That That's my thing with everything. That's part of stress too. We're running around fighting mental wars with people. Just take it as, you know what? That's what they said. I see things differently because people will try to insult you. Like you said, when you start outgrowing them, they might have envy. They might feel like, well, who does she think she is? Whatever it is that they think, right? right. You have to have the mental strength to decide you're not going to let that stop you, right? You're not going to let your journey be stopped by somebody who's stuck. Right. You know, I just think of it as they're stuck in a mindset that I really don't have time to change right now because I'm trying to change my own mindset. Right. So I can't really, you know, succumb to them. But I love how they tried to bring you down with that comment and you switched it around and took it as a compliment. And that's right. what you have to do. And I imagine, too, that there's some big mamas that are still living. They see their, their children and their grandchildren and their great-grandchildren as the women of today, the women of 2022, navigating differently. And there's some part of them that is excited and wishes they had had, had the opportunity in their lifetime to have the options of doing like life different the way that we do. Would you imagine yes. that there's some part now they'll never speak on it. Make no, no mistake. No, no, big mama's not getting ready to make a declaration <laughs> that she's sorry yes. or you know. That's not going to happen. But in real life, they don't want to wear that cape. They're wearing that cape no. because their mom did. We don't have to do that. No, no. And they, you're an inspiration when you decide to to walk a little differently, right? You are really an inspiration, but no, people won't tell you. You know that meme where they're like, people are watching you and you're inspiring them, but they will never comment. They will never say anything. And that's how it is, right? You're inspiring Big Mama. You're inspiring your nieces and the girls. They they don't quite even know it sometimes, but that's why you just have to keep you have to keep walking exactly. differently. 
Exactly. We have to keep doing that. You know, if we all could get better on this journey, imagine how our families would thrive. Yes. And imagine, right? I would think divorces would go down, all the drama, baby mama, and this and that. Like, a lot of that stuff, if people were more fulfilled and, like, they lived their life authentically, I think a lot of that stuff would go down. Fulfilled and well-rounded and coming into that union as a whole person, not a half a person looking for another half Mm -hmm. a person. That's a whole yeah. episode right there, right? <laughs> yeah. Because who <laughs> two two group. half people don't make a whole marriage. Don't make a whole, yeah. Is is our whole union. And it's not just um boundaries within a marriage, it's boundaries with friends, is boundaries in the workplace. It's Those toxic supervisors, right? right. Even boundaries with your children. It's establishing boundaries all the way around. Tamika says, I've been weak when it comes to people's thoughts of me. Some family have tried to say all my life that we should worry about what people think. So in turn, I didn't want to be like that. A lot of my family turned their backs on me because I chose to not care what people think of me. The funny thing is all my nieces and nephews love me for being me. So it wasn't necessarily a question, just a statement that she held her own. And now her nieces and nephews love her for being her. And that's what we've been talking about, being the Mm -hmm. one, being the example. And you still need support. Like this is what what I have found is like a lot of times people start that to walk differently, but you still need the support as far as other women being around other people who who value that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not surprised that your nieces like this generation is different. Is different, <laughs> way different. Is, yes, they are not the. Um, Z's and now mine, I think they said are generation alpha. I can look at my kids and just see the difference, right? So they're going to expect different things than what we did growing up. And we have to position ourselves to um, to parent them in that way and not to be harsh and, and like, you know, critical of them just because their experience might be different. My kids, in my view, in some ways might even be, I was probably softer than my mom, right? Yeah. And my kids are probably, I'm like, okay. They're they are just so on their own vibe. But that's that's just the environment. That's them growing up. And I need to be able to parent them in that way. And that starts with me. Right. It really does start with me. Right. And I, I, I love that last statement. It starts with me. That right there is the part that most of us are not willing to step into the maturity of all the way around. Yes. We always want to point at the next person as to why we have or why we don't have or why this is going on or why this is the situation Mm -hmm. that it is. But if we could step into the space of it starts with me, what can I do differently? How can I be differently Yes. Let me say that again. How can I be differently? And in being, it comes with how you think, how you think boundaries exist or shouldn't exist or or is it right or is it wrong? If we can step into that space of it starts with me, then we can be so much further this year. It doesn't even have to take a year. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty quick, to yes. be honest with you. How do you do that without feeling like we're taking the blame for everything in a negative way? When we were talking about that, it starts with me. That's such a good question. Yes, yes. And that's where I hold your hand. Because you, people, what it is, is you have to go through the discomfort. <laughs> Nobody is going to let see you change where they're always cheering you on, right? 
You're making people feel uncomfortable by you stepping into a new you. They are going to try to put the blame on you, right? So you have to be willing to keep going and to, to kind of go through the discomfort or how it makes you feel. It's not always going to be pretty, but it's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. And I, I can just tell you that personally, like it's not, it's not that it's not easy, right? It's not about hard or easy, but it's not always going to feel, you know, pretty and sweet. It's going to be a road that you really have to walk but it is so worth it so you're going to learn the mindset of how you can kind of not let those people's blame and comments and things that they're doing get to you in a way that it makes you stop it might hurt a little bit right but you cannot stop you have to keep going so that you can reach your next level just like business right don't we say that does somebody an entrepreneur like if everybody doesn't buy your stuff at once i've been through this are you ready to quit? No. Right. <laughs> you have to keep going. You have to keep going. When it's not working for you, it's working in you and on you. Mm, right? Yes, yes. So you have to That's grow that is. muscle of knowing what not being accepted feels like. Mm-hmm. You know, what that negative feeling feels like. But you have to know it's not going to be like that always. That's just no. the season of what you're morphing into, into mm-hmm. your next level. If you're not willing to do that, or if you stop in the midst of it and retract, then you'll never push past that barrier. Yes. You'll never push it's past like it. It's like a diet. You keep starting over and you you never, you know, get used to it. Thank you guys for coming to the, today's segment of Sisterhood Conversations, where we give a voice to conversations that need to be had in the community and establishing boundaries and being the woman, the pillar in your community that is willing to take off the cape. Yeah. If you're the one, be the one.